So let's just start this with a prayer. Dear Father, I just thank you for this day and this opportunity to be used as a vessel to let your people know you're available, able, and ready in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now, when I tell you I came from a gutter place, like, my upbringing, I was brought up by a single mom who, you know, had a had multiple different baby daddies and was not stable and um you know first and foremost first and foremost being responsible to her kids a lot of stuff happened there was abuse physical mental uh, emotional verbal sexual like a lot of stuff had happened so when I was able to be on my own you know I know who God was from jump because when you're raised in a Hispanic house, like, you know, you know, but you know who the devil is too. And for some odd reason, you know, this culture makes him appear to be this super powerful, like, entity. And he really has limited power. So, you know, seeing all the things that I've seen in life and and being through the, the things that I went through, like... It, it molded me into a person who had to constantly, you know, be guarded. I always had to be guarded. And even now, like, I'm struggling to let it go because, like, I'm loved. Like, just keeping this 10,000, I'm loved by God. And there is nothing that can take that from me. He's never going to change his mind on loving me. And I am worthy in his eyes. I am the apple of his eye. But but being in the world and and, and going through everything that you go through, you know, you know God is out there somewhere, but what's what's happening in front of you presently is bigger. So I get that. But now, you know, and, and I'm such a stubborn person, you know, very stubborn when it comes to God. Um, and doing what he's called me to do. And I literally have to be in a wilderness to experience all the things that I need to dead off because he's just not going to be like, okay, Tanya, we went through everything together. You understand it. You know that I've called you and I have a plan and a purpose over your life. And I am the one that has called you into righteousness. And I'm going to hold your hand the whole way. And I'm going to keep you and give you as a covenant to people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open up blind eyes, to bring people out of prison. Like, it's a lot. And this is God saying, hey, you from the gutter who is, you know, looked at some type of way or, you know, everything that has happened to you has shaped you into some type of callous person. I got you. I created you. I'm your child. It's hard to accept that, you know, and he knew that, but he, his love is everlasting and he's so solid that he sees past all of these little flaws that we got. And he wants to get to get us to a spot where we realize that there are no flaws in us because in him we're made righteous and he's called us to that. Now there's a difference with being righteous in the world. And when I tell you, like watching people play church was crazy. It really was. Because you're so holy, but yet you snub your nose. Like, if that's what God is supposed to look like, I want no parts of it. But we're not told the truth. That 
that God had a plan and a purpose when he created humans. And the opportunity to present itself for free will was brought about. Not that God had, you know, forced anybody to do anything, you know, but when the enemy came in the in the mix and started t- talking to Eve and spitting whatever he was spitting in her ear that had her going, like... God's like, okay, here go my kids, here goes the rebellion. And to wait and make sure that everybody that is supposed to be and is written in the book of life is there, he had to let this play out. He's not the type of father, and and he's a father that wants his kids to be lost or misguided or afraid of anything he has so much love and compassion that he'll strip you of everything so you know you got to come back home to daddy and that's a beautiful thing now I didn't my pops was ghost early you know and I don't fault him for that because I think that if he would have stayed I would have had a harder time accepting God the way that I have as my father like when something is wrong I can go to my father when I need something I can go to my father when I you know just want to be held and loved I can go to my father and and when I need reassurance that I'm protected and provided for my father does that for me and this ain't like years of counseling this ain't years of therapy this ain't years of religion like me real life having a relationship with God and him just saying like I created you for more, Tanya. And everything that's in you that's not like me, you got to see it and you got to remove it. Because I know what it is. But are you willing to do that? Are, are you willing to shake all that other stuff to walk in this, this perfect plan that I have for you? I don't know. Maybe it's just different for me because I was a person who was depressed for a long time and like just very isolated more of an introvert than anything and you know I had been exposed to so much trauma early on that I I didn't want to let anyone hurt me but God was like you're gonna see me you're going to see me and I've seen him and you have to see him with spiritual eyes in order to see him and then you can see him in everything else this isn't some like genie in a bottle type show you know what I'm saying but deep down in your heart you gotta know that something is missing something is out of place and and that something is him and that Jesus oh my gosh Jesus Ain't no man alive like him. When Jesus comes through and, you know, because God made you, but he sends you to Jesus and Jesus gets you ready for God because Jesus knows God. He is God. That, that, that it's just absolutely beautiful. A man that was on this earth and experienced everything that we experienced still kept his attention to God 
because he knew what it was. And we don't. So when Jesus came in the picture, and let me tell you, he's been here the whole time, but like me really letting him in and being like, okay, I want to know who you are. I want to know what you expect of me. I want to know why you do what you do. It's so much better to be saved than it is to be lost. Because when you're lost, you don't even know that you're lost and you can believe that you're saved and whatever you have created for yourself, but it is temporary. We have to wake up from this slumber. We gotta stop being spiritually blind and dead and see how wonderful and magnificent God is. And when he tells you that he's gonna repay you for all the hard times, he never lied. I had a shot upbringing. I didn't give that to my kids. And I can't, it's nothing, you know, people can be like, oh, you decided in your mind. Nah, it was God who changed my heart. I had a heart of stone and he gave me a heart of flesh to feel, to, to, to experience. I don't know where people are in their walk or how they think this is supposed to go. But it legit is just like you saying, I have this void and I need to fill it. And knowing that he is the only thing that can fill it. The only thing. And it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to stop being you in order to experience this life. It's everything that you are that is going to enable you to really enjoy this life. Because you've seen what it was like, what life was like without God. I've seen it so many times, what my life was like without God. And I know what my life is like with God. And I'd rather do my life with God than without Him. And I don't care what anybody says. Constantly being changed and being taught by God himself about everything. It's such an amazing place to be. The world is going nuts. It's been nuts. It's been gone. Right? But being shaped with this new mindset for this new kingdom that is coming is a whole different level of like excitement and goals I'm not perfect I'm not and I need Jesus every day so when I do mess up I can come and be like please forgive me help me work on this examine me search me and he does whatever is going on in your life Don't think that you're alone, because you're not. If you feel this void inside of you, just know that it's God tugging on you and being like, you're missing me. We gotta do better. If not for us, but for the next person that has went through what we went through. And if we know God, we know his strong hand will always pull us out be encouraged you ain't gotta look to nobody else to see what you need 
Anything you could ever possibly want will always come from God. And he gives the best gifts. I just don't love him because of the gift. But I love him because he is the giver. The giver of everything. And I'm humbled by the fact that he chose somebody like me to be like, you're worthy. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of respect. You're worthy of joy. You're worthy of peace. You're worthy of strength. You're worthy of courage. You're worthy of tenacity. You're worthy of love. I ain't got to fight stuff no more. Just open up and keep it 100 with God. I like God.